This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. Last month, there was a celebration in honor of three women who returned 47 acres on Reed Island to the Hamalco First Nation. As Eileen Sowerby explains, There's a lovely little sort of swamp on it and bluffs and you can see the sea. But I live on Quadra and Helen lives in Vancouver and we rarely went out to it. Sowerby, Helen Turbot, and the late Suzanne Cook held the title but never considered it their own property. They once belonged to a group on Quadra Island. About 25 years ago, we had these great altruistic ideas about doing permaculture with Central Americans, but we didn't have money to even buy a boat to go across to Reed Islands. It was a very ad hoc group. Barsky got us together. He was a wonderful idealistic person, but as often happens with founding members, there's problems. He wasn't happy with what was happening and left the group to do other things. People dropped out along the way. I have been across mostly to Reed Island by kayaking, but not in the last few years with COVID. Anyway, the land's doing great. (laughs) The trees are doing great. It was originally 52 acres. And then about 15 years ago, the group agreed that we could give away the five acres on the other side of the road in memory of my son that died. It hasn't been long since 1908. It was very hard to give the land away. I tried many, many different organizations, but there was nothing on the computer that says, here, our land's given away. But finally, regional director Jim Abrams realized, yeah, this is great. It's just by the school. This is a beautiful old cedar and Douglas fir trees. The Strathcona Regional District gratefully accepted this parcel of land in 2010 and shares the responsibility of looking after it with the Surge Narrows Community Association. It's named the John Kim Nature Sanctuary in honor of Eileen Sowerby's beloved son, John McKim Miller. One of the um, covenants on it is that it's for every species, but no trail is to be made by humans. I think it's time to give the other 99.999% of species a chance. It's got Nature Trust involved as well because everybody has a price to sell things. So hopefully that is in perpetuity. And They held on to the largest parcel of land. All the land on the other side, the 47 acres, which was mostly clear-cut log in the early 50s, except for the bluffs. It was always for something else. So we thought at first like Nature Trust, but they don't accept land without conditions like money. (laughs) So Helen said, why not give it back to the First Nations? And I thought for about 10 seconds and said, why not? I mentioned it to Chief Darren Blaney several years ago. Just so happened he was on Quadra. I think Darren Blaney is a good guy and very far-sighted, very seeing into the future. We had this wonderful woman, Sue Hanley, who was our go-between. She was just incredible. It would not have happened without her. So it took about two years, and we have a very strong tree covenant, a covenant not for commercial reasons. We've still got use of the land till we die, and the chief sees it more as a healing center, a spiritual area for the people. It's just up from Surge Narrows. It's just a few minutes away. We had our ceremony on May the 12th at the Omalco Centre in Camel River. Helen was there, um, myself, and then Daniel Cook, who's the brother of Suzanne. Suzanne was our youngest member who 
sadly died in her mid-50s from cancer two years ago. When she was dying, she agreed with going back to the First Nations. The Hamelco First Nation honored the former Reed Island property owners with a special blanket ceremony in which the chief and council also gifted them with cedar hats woven by Seashelt Nation member Shai Waters. Chief Darren Blaney said, quote, Homelco First Nation is proud to see the return of a portion of our territory on Reed Island. We're grateful to have worked with Eileen and Helen through this process and are excited to work with our community to explore opportunities for cultural, recreational, and spiritual uses of the land, unquote. Sowerby read out a speech. Roderick Haig Brown says, It seems clear beyond any possibility of argument that we can only ever have a lease, not ownership of the earth. And one essential term of this lease is that we hand the land on with unimpaired potentialities. Those are his words. Well, we colonialists have not done a very good job here. In our arrogance, we have clear-cut natural forests and still clear-cut them. Um, saying it's in the name of efficiency when really it's in the name of greed, institutionalized greed, even in spite of climate change. So our small group decided to hand the land back, to return the land to those who have had tenure for thousands and thousands of years. And I thank Helen and I thank Danielle for honoring Suzanne's wishes in doing this. So that's it. She sent Cortez Current some of the pictures taken at the ceremony. It was me looking like E.T. with my cedar hat on down to my glasses and the blanket around me. But it was quite moving. Quite a few of the older Hamalco people got up and some of them talked about going to the Stipton store, which is at Surge Narrows, getting candy or walking across the island. It's easier and quicker probably to walk across from Surge Narrows a few kilometers to Evans Bay rather than go around the top. I think it's quite fitting for the Hamalco because I think their name means people of the swift currents and there's certainly swift currents around um, Fuadren. Darren Blaney was saying as a kid he would come to the beaches by Surge Narrows and collect oysters. You've been listening to an account of how Helen Turbot, Eileen Sowerby and Daniel Cook returned 47 acres on Reed Island to the Homalco First Nation, who have lived in that area for thousands of years. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye. <laughs>